2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Well, Los Angeles, the center of the sports universe, and Perloff believes it will be even more so as we get deeper into the NFL playoffs. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray. Andrew Perloff, loving your Christmas sweater. Yeah, where's your
3: Christmas? Where's your ugly sweater?
1: (laughs) I don't own an ugly sweater, and nothing in L.A. is ugly right now, Perloff, because... You saw last night, we'll start with the Rams. This was a, I mean, they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They've won five of the last six. The Saints were just a a, a pestering, a little ant under their feet last night. They continue to steamroll. And this is a team that you believe has big Uh, hopes this year.
3: They are. How far can they go? They are so dangerous right now. Matthew Stafford is playing quarterback as well as any player in the NFL right now. And he looks rejuvenated. He looks five years younger than he did last year. I don't know how he did it. Now he's got, listen, Cooper Cup is still banged up. He clearly keeps favoring his shoulder, coming out of plays. But the Cup-Nakua combination of wide receiver is as good as any in the league, without a doubt. And Kyron Williams is a star running back. And you look at their defense, you're like, well, I don't know about this defense. But then there's that guy, Aaron Donald, there, who single-handedly kind of won the Super Bowl a couple years yeah, ago. no, he did. So they are so dangerous, and they're built in a way that would cause a lot of problems for the Eagles and the Lions, I believe. So we're talking about a very, very possible first-round upset. Then, you know, if they get in the right seeding bracket, they could go Eagles-Lions it, and find themselves in the NFC title game against San Francisco. I don't think that's a stretch at all.
1: Wow, I think you are reaching a little bit here. Now, everybody loves the hot team at the end of the year, and it's been sort of a precursor at times to see who is going to make a deep run. But I ask you, like you talk about the 49ers and you're looking at the Rams. I still feel like these are two teams that are in different levels here that are in different stratospheres. Not to mention, I know in 2020, the NFC championship games, the Rams got the better of the San Francisco 49ers, but the 49ers for the most part have owned the Rams. And here's my one thing about why I don't want to throw cold water on it because I'm seeing everything you're seeing. But here is where I would be nervous. You can still get to Stafford. See, that's the thing. At any time last night even, last night when the Saints had nothing going, absolutely nothing going, when there were moments when they were able to get pressure on Matthew Stafford, he's not mobile. He's not running ooh, around. That's totally – oh, What do about do not that play last running. night
3: where he went against his body and hit Demarcus Robinson for 30 yards? He was moving around great last night.
1: I think if you can get pressure on Stafford, you're, this whole thing could be a house of cards on offense yeah. that falls apart. And that's that would be my one concern. He's playing great, but you get to him, he's not going anywhere. Matthew oh, Stafford can't move like he that. He is
3: moving better than he has in years. He looked very mobile last night. I disagree with that. And the other thing, too, notice my scenario. I avoided the Niners in that playoff Yeah, picture.
1: come on. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm just saying there is a path. This is everybody in the NFC saying the same thing. There's a path to the NFC title game as long as we don't get San Francisco early. That's all I'm saying. Okay. The other thing too is they play San Francisco in Week 18. There's a great chance. I looked at. I played it all out in my head this morning. There's a great chance that San Francisco's not starting anybody, so the Rams could probably beat them in Week 18. I don't know what it means, and then they could get into that. The key is to get in that two three, so you're not playing San Francisco to the title game. Then they're okay.
1: Okay, other thing about the Rams here where I'm just not willing to buy in quite yet. I know they're getting a lot of credit, and maybe rightfully so, for just playing the Ravens tough. They played the Ravens tough into overtime. It was a special team's uh, return for a touchdown that won it in OT, and that was a good showing. But here are the wins that have happened in this streak. Seahawks with uh, you know tight Seahawks win. You're at the Cardinals, Okay. The Browns, but that's when they're going through tons of injury things. Mm-hmm. The Commanders, who they did let almost come back on them, and they were out to a big lead. That ended up being a one-score win. And now the Saints last night, and the Saints are awful. So, you know, we talk about the Dallas Cowboys. We talk about the Miami Dolphins. Who have you beaten? Who, you know, where are your mm-hmm. signature wins? Yeah, Where I, are the signature wins here?
3: I, it's a little bit weak. but For the Rams. It's a little bit weak, but I'm going to take the loss to the Ravens as a signature game. They <laughs> the went into the rain. Win. This okay. is a Los Angeles team, and you're yeah. saying Los Angeles is having a moment. They're having a moment when the weather is nice. They went into the rain in Baltimore and almost, you know, could have beaten the Ravens, and Matthew Stafford was a hero in that game. And Matthew Stafford last night, the guy, it doesn't even matter what arm angle he's thrown for. He is on a yeah. heater, so a hot quarterback is a formula to win. And the rest of the team is pretty good. The defense is not bad. I know the final score last night says 30 to 22, but it really was not no. anywhere near that close a game. Yeah. they I let think the, the Rams Saints
1: score a garbage touchdowns. The player.
3: Rams dominated them. Also, they, they have a ability to go run past with Kyron Williams. So they can, they can sit on a lead. They can find weaknesses on your defense. Yes. And Sean McVay is doing an incredible job this year. We're not talking about Sean McVay and coach of the year, but maybe we should because everything is firing perfectly for the Rams right now. I will give you, yeah. Of course, no. A lot of teams have played weak, weak teams. There's quarterback injuries everywhere, so the schedules are laying out that way. But we call I those
1: teams out and we say, yeah. "Hey, I don't believe in you." Or some people will say, "I don't believe in the Cowboys because they haven't beaten a good team." And, well, you
3: now nah, they, they beat the they Eagles. They beat the Eagles. Yeah, but
1: at home, I, they haven't beaten a good team on the road. Whatever you want to say, we yeah. poke holes. Miami, all these, big time. <laughs> yeah, Miami for sure. Like you know, and that's why this game this weekend between the Dolphins and the Cowboys is so big. But it's like, you know, we poke holes in all these teams, yet here are the Rams. It's like, guys, they can't be beat. It's like, all right, well, they've also been playing a weak schedule. This is all about expectations. And the fact that the Rams had zero expectations going into the year, Matthew Stafford, what was going to be the issue with his back? I mean, that's not an insignificant thing for a quarterback at 35. Like, you know, uh, Sean McVay talking about how he wanted to retire and take a step back, and then he ends up signing this contract extension there were a lot of reasons to doubt the Rams and they're proving those doubts to be wrong, but let's not act like they've been world beaters yet.
3: Well, I, I think we looked at this team and we thought about last year. We had no idea Puka Nakua was coming. We had no idea Kyron Williams was coming. We had no idea Matthew Stafford would somehow find a fountain of youth. Maybe it was blood spinning in Germany or something. Matthew Stafford looks like he did four years ago. That is all a big surprise. The defense has been solid. If you look at the scores with the Rams, they two weeks in a row they let a bad team close close make the score closer at the yeah. end. It means nothing. They are playing solid football when it matters. And you know, I I'm I hate saying this because you're the one who says this to me. They play who's in front of them. I, I just think I saw a team go into Baltimore against probably the second best team in the NFL and go blow for blow. That made me very encouraged. The other thing too, if they have to play Detroit, yeah, that's a you know, the, you can't bring the Rams outside in a in in the grass. Like this is a good matchup for them. I just think the matchups sort of lend well to what they do well, which is going to be an offensive kind of track meet a little bit. They're going to be in good shape. Go to Philly might be tough, but I think there's an easy scenario where they see the Niners again in the NFC title game.
1: Just to reset it, the Rams big winners last night over the New Orleans Saints, and right now, if the season ended today, they would be what is it, six? six, one, two, yeah, they would be fifth place technically, but they would be the sixth seed, right? They would play yeah, the yeah. three seed. That right now is the Detroit Lions. Carlos, can we hear a little from Matthew Stafford, please, on the team has been playing with playoff stakes since their bye week. I
0: mean, we've had stakes since we came back from the bye. You know what I mean? We, we earned the opportunity to be at this point, in my opinion. Um you know, so I think we're relishing the opportunity to come out and play every single day. Um, it goes back to how we work in practice. We push each other um, so that we feel ultra prepared when we come out here on on, uh, on game day and let it rip.
1: Let's hear more from Stafford. He thought the offense actually could have been more productive last night.
0: We could have 40 tonight, in my opinion. Um, there were quite a few plays here and there that, uh, you know, just didn't go our way or we, you know, didn't hit. Um, but that's part of it. You know, play a defense that's going to play sticky coverage. Sometimes they're not going to hit all of them. But uh yeah, I mean, there are a lot of points left out on the board, in my opinion. So um, a lot of room for improvement, but proud of our guys the way we came back and, you know, finished the game there at the end, which
1: was nice. Okay, so 8-7 and seven again in the playoffs. And I, I don't know. And by the way, they have a lot. play the Giants next yeah. week.
3: They, they'll probably go to 9-7 and seven when they play the Giants. And they got San Francisco sitting there, but they have a lot of tiebreakers. They beat the Seahawks twice. Yep. That's really important. Uh, I think they might lose a tiebreaker to the Vikings, but the problem is the (laughs) the teams that they're competing with are, are quite flawed, like New Orleans getting back in it, the Vikings... They, if you look at the bottom half of the NFC, the teams that might sneak into the playoffs, you will give me that they are by far more dangerous than the Minnesota Vikings or even the Seahawks.
1: Well, that, I mean, I was looking at it because we're going to make our picks later on in the show. We got a lot to do today, by the way. Like, we got to keep on the schedule today because we've got picks. Of course we do. We've got our uh, holiday gift swap we're doing today, a little white elephant party mm. that we're going to do on the air that you can play along with us here on Maggie and Perloff. Uh, we've got... We've, we've got... Oh, thank you, EJ. We're revealing our number one moment of the year on the Maggie and Perloff show. That's going to happen 920 Eastern time. So set your watches to that one. But like I'm looking at when I'm trying to make my picks and I'm looking right now, I'm like, who has a healthy quarterback? Mm. Who has a healthy quarterback? Because those are generally the teams you like to bet with. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and you it's just like it's bodies everywhere, just full carnage and the Rams having a fully healthy Matthew Stafford, a mm. rejuvenated Matthew Stafford. I mean, yet you're talking about putting them in over teams like the Minnesota Vikings and the like. I mean, Geno yeah. Smith is gonna be back in the lineup for Seattle, but he's obviously been in and out with the groin injury. It's you like your chances if your quarterback's healthy. Yeah,
3: I mean this you get to the Super Bowl because you stay healthy. That's why Baltimore is so dangerous this year because they've never been this healthy. I, I don't think since Lamar got there, they, usually they come in with half their team on the IR. This year, they're super healthy. The Niners are super healthy too, yeah. which is another team that has a lot of injuries. So maybe, maybe we're talking about who's going to get to second place, but I agree. Just Stafford, and Stafford, he is at his peak. I mean, th- there's never been a better Matthew Stafford, and he wanted, that's good enough to win a Super Bowl. It's good enough to be a Hall of Famer.
1: Oh, let's not do that again.
3: A let's hall not of do that
1: again. I'm not again. getting...
3: You see that sidearm throw last <laughs> night, Maggie? That's a Hall of Fame throw.
1: I know. He does that thing, and that, he's, that baseball thing that Mahomes does.
3: He's also become this sort of well-liked elder statesman in the NFL. Everybody likes Matthew Stafford now. I think he's quite popular among the media. He seems like a nice guy. We don't know him. I saw him walking the streets in New York and this summer. See, and he was talking to everybody. I, I think... Stafford is, is is on a good run right now. I, who does not like do you, do anyone? No one out there has a huge problem with Matthew Stafford. He seems like he doesn't celebrate. He doesn't do anything. Like he looks like he goes home at night and watches Netflix. I, I don't think that dude is causing a lot of trouble.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, sure, maybe some Alabama fans going back to the Georgia days. Oh, he, no 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 Florida he was, fans. He I guess.
2: was toothless in college. him a hall of famer and see the response you get.
1: Yeah, oh, I, I've done I've, it many times. I, 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 Perloff and I. This is one of been our one of many. Major disagreements. I mentioned, all right, so the Rams are there. You're welcome to weigh in. 855-212-4CBS. Are they the most dangerous team in the NFC outside of San Francisco right now?
3: Yes. You, you well, can... no, it, it also, too, it's a, it's a matter of the way the NFC is laying out. It's sort of like the San Francisco bracket and everybody else, sure. as long as you avoid San Francisco. So, yes, I think they are very dangerous. They can definitely beat Detroit, and they can definitely beat Philadelphia.
1: Okay, so there was another... Very interesting part of this LA story yesterday, Carlos. Can we hear Puka Nakua cut number six with Shohei Otani in the house wearing a Puka jersey?
2: But I think it's a it's a huge honor, like uh, especially to have somebody. Uh, I guess I found out he wears number seventeen as well, so it's it's nice to have that uh, the similarity, but also to have somebody wear your jersey is a, a, a huge honor.
1: Okay, so Shohei Ohtani is in the crowd last night. And I don't know about you, but it felt like whether it was the Amazon broadcast, I'm not sure. We're treating it like Ohtani just got to town. Yeah, he did. When he's been playing for the Angels (laughs) (laughs) for like five years. Has it been five? Has it been more? 2018?
3: Uh, Yeah, that doesn't feel like Los Angeles.
1: Shohei has been in the L.A. market this whole time, he hasn't played anywhere else, and it was like, "Wow, Otani! Look, he came to a Rams game. It's like he could have been going to Rams games this whole time. We I mean, could be a season ticket holder. We have no idea.
2: Have you done that drive to L.A. from Anaheim? In a rush hour. I have. <laughs> Listen, it is. It's like driving from New York to D.C.
1: To be yeah. honest, he is rich enough to afford the you know helicopter. No, well, that's not. You know,
3: I don't do that. <laughs>
1: any kind of chauffeur. Yeah. Like it's not like he's sitting there in a in a Toyota Prius. You know, in bumper to bumper,
3: I think he might be. I, I don't <laughs> think uh, I don't think everybody's comfortable in helicopters. Uh, the thing about you said L.A. is having a moment right now. Like in, obviously, we'll get into it. They made a big signing. Do you realize that in 2020 they won two titles with the Dodgers and the Lakers, and in 2021 they won on their football side. This has been a moment. It's just nobody cares in L.A. because it's not that kind of sports now. They just care about the Dodgers and the Lakers. Well,
1: I don't know. I
3: don't think they're, and by the way, the Rams, like it wasn't exactly a wild crowd for the Rams last night. You did hear some, some cheering for the Saints.
1: Well, you know, I, I thought the crowd was actually from the TV. It felt like everyone was pretty into it. I don't pretty, know.
3: Pretty into it. But I mean, listen, it was a blowout. For we them, know how so. NFL football is in LA. We know nobody, nobody likes the Chargers. That's just a fact.
1: Well, the Chargers have a complicated history with San Diego.
3: The Rams are growing, but I I wouldn't say, listen, this is, you go to LA, everyone asks you, hey, what do you think about the Dodgers this year? It is a Dodgers town.
1: So speaking of the Dodgers, they are part of this story. We are going to get to that next. So Shohei in the house, But that wasn't the only star baseball player front and center. Big, big, big news coming out of L.A. last night. We will get to that. Your Rams calls, not just about if you're a Rams fan, because I get that maybe outside of L.A., we don't have a lot of Rams fans. Okay, if you're a fan of a team yeah. in the NFC, Perloff's shaking in his Christmas sweater right now. This dude's sweating bullets in this turtleneck. If you are a fan of the Lions, if you are a fan of the, the Eagles. Eagles, if you are a fan of any team in the NFC, hell, San Francisco, No,
3: that one I'm not so worried about. They might feel okay.
1: (laughs) How are you viewing the Rams? Are they the one team you do not want to face outside of San Francisco?
3: By the way, you said there are a lot of Rams fans outside of, uh, you know, there might not be a lot of Rams fans outside (laughs) of L.A. Then there aren't a lot of Rams fans.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think St. Louis, I think they're (laughs) all pretty much gone, too. Yeah, they're
3: angry at L.A., but again, I don't know why we're ripping on L.A. sports fans, but you have to admit they are a bit quirky.
1: They are the center of the sports universe now. I know 2020 happened, but that I was... I mean, LeBron
3: got there in 2020. How could they not be the, the center because then? Because
1: bubble titles, that was the the baseball season that year was weird. You know, it was different.
2: Remember, LeBron wanted to include his parade with the Rams parade because they didn't get to have one.
1: And the Rams said, <gasps> hell no. See ya. <laughs> like We don't need a LeBron stealing our headlines here. No. Probably does that enough. I'm it,
2: sorry. That's so funny. I had never heard that.
1: Yeah, sorry, that sounds like that
2: kind of a LeBron thing. Yeah. He was like, oh, the, even though, you know, they won a year later, we yeah. should be included because we were in the bubble when we had,
3: we didn't have a parade. Are they going to have a parade for the in-season tournament? Or
2: is it going to be a parade? <laughs> they
3: already or just... did.
2: We had, a, we had the banner night. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> or maybe just like LeBron's going
3: to go outside the stadium. Everyone honks for five minutes. What, uh, what, how are they celebrating this bad They're going to
1: celebrate by backing up the 101 for about five hours. That's, that's it. That's an LA <laughs> celebration.
2: I think LeBron just wanted to talk to Sean McVay about, you know, coaching strategies and, and oh, extra yeah. knows because we know how much he loves talking football. No. That, that was why he wanted that parade.
1: He wanted injury updates. Finally- <laughs> should I start Cooper Cup, my fantasy team?
3: I'm very disappointed in LeBron for this season. I mean, why is he focusing so much on basketball and so little on his true love the NFL? I have <laughs> not heard there. him make a pick. He's he totally not talking NFL anymore as we're getting deeper into the NBA season. I
1: know. He's getting serious about basketball. How dare he? 855-2124-CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. All right, we get to the Rams being a dangerous team in the NFC. Perloff thinks they can go all the way to the NFC Championship game. I am not that high on what the Rams are doing, although they do look pretty good. Who have they beaten, though? If we use that argument for the Cowboys, and the Miami Dolphins, I'm going to use it for the Rams. Where's the signature wins now? You're a hot team, but you're also taking advantage of a soft spot in the schedule. Also, the major, major baseball news coming out of Los Angeles last night. So much to do. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
3: Okay, welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. (laughs) Carlos is on the board today, and he is quizzing us with Christmas music. What movie... Does every song he plays come from? This sounds like an old school Frosty the Snowman or R- Rudolph the Rain. R- you know, this is, or Elf, I don't know. When is, there's nothing, this is, I thought you were going to give us Christmas Vacation and something I recognize. <laughs>
1: well, Maggie- you might, we have a this long is, show.
3: This is classic Christmas music. Okay, what do you got?
1: What mo- what Christmas movie is this song associated with? I guess like It's a Just, Wonderful Life or something? It's
2: Deck the Halls. Yeah, I would say Elf. All right, well, both of you are wrong. <laughs> EJ, you want to give a shot here? Oh, no, I'm lost on this one. It's all you. A Christmas Story.
1: Oh. oh i love that actually i've never watched that all the way through oh, i so have to awesome. admit it
2: didn't i feel like people are trying to say the christmas story is trash now right isn't that the, the hot take of the of the season right now in it is. way it's i thought this movie. was a layup
1: i've never seen it all the way through i know one of the stations used to run it in like 24 hours like tnt or something used to do 24 straight hours of a christmas story and tell I you I still what, i've never, never seen it either
2: so i'm with you i just <laughs> know it exists I feel like christmas story is one of those movies that was always on on cable television but yeah. i just always had it with the sound on off rather right. and just never actually listened to the plot
1: someone put their tongue on a pole yeah, yeah,
2: that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's the one scene that that's the only knows. scene you gotta know yeah. i feel like and you I know thought that was and the bb gun, gun right
3: and the bb gun shot in yeah. the eye with
2: the bb gun and the, the
3: kid peter billingsley is now a very well-known producer in hollywood it's a big big deal
1: oh Ironically. so if we meet him we should probably tell oh, him yeah. he loved it yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah he's partners with vince vaughn he is uh he's a He's a thing in Hollywood, and yeah, I mean, it it was fun. I remember it's 40 years old now. That's the other thing, too, so I don't know. People are saying it's trash now. you got to remember it's so dated. But uh, but meanwhile, last night, I did not expect to have a a great sports night. I was watching the Rams Saints, and, you know, I'm a Philadelphia fan, so I didn't expect any victories to come my way, but there I am uh, late at night, and the headline comes, and to see the Mets – have something bad happen to them makes me so happy as a Phillies fan. <laughs> I
1: mean, how you would frame this story in yeah. that way is I just diabolical. Like, fist
3: pump. Fist pump.
1: Yes. Especially in the Christmas season when you're wearing the Christmas sweater, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Yeah. Perloff has got his, uh, I mean, that thing is festive. And it's a turtleneck, too, which is wild. I love it. But the fact you would frame it this way. No, this is congratulations, Los Angeles Dodgers. You cheating, cheating franchise. Yeah. How you got this is amazing. So let's tell you what it is. Of course, we know that Shohei Otani just signed with the Dodgers. He signed for $700 million. $680 million of it is going to be deferred until after his contract is over. That in and of itself felt a little bit odd. A little like your skirt skirting the rules. What did it do? It made room for for them to also go out and sign the other huge Japanese star who is available, and that is Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who signs a 12-year, $325 million contract with those Dodgers. He was with Shohei last night at the Rams game, so now the Rams have a billion dollars committed to Yamamoto and Otani. You cheating, cheating fools. If you you do not win the World Series this year, Failure, failure, failure. Because this doesn't feel right that you'd be able to sign both of these guys, and it's because Shohei took $680 million in deferments. This is crazy. Wait,
3: first of all, they could sign both. I mean, this is a team... were you mad when they got Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman? They've been doing this for 10 years they now. They got
1: those guys too. <laughs> yeah, I mean like they, they've been
3: they've been outspending everyone. The, the only blip on this role of spending dominance was the Padres outbidding them on a couple guys. Otherwise, everybody be with a Dodger. And that doesn't guarantee but the thing is it's not like for some reason it doesn't bother me the Yankees spending all that money in the 2000s and 2010s and losing was bothersome. The Dodgers spending all this money And trying to buy a World Series doesn't bother me. I can't explain why, but I feel like a lot of people are like me. They're not the evil empire.
1: They are the evil empire. They definitely are.
3: No, you're saying that because they outbid your Mets. Nobody views the Dodgers as the evil empire. In fact, they're quite likable.
1: No, this is the same reason why people didn't like the Yankees. Now, listen, maybe the Dodger fans are a little more palatable than Yankee fans. Yankee fans, we all know you're insufferable. You yes. boo your own people. It's annoying. Every Yankee fans, you feel like the world, does, you know, you deserve to win every single year, like the world's been handed to you on a silver platter. There's an arrogance that comes with Yankee fans that is so detestable for many people, which sets up a great yin and yang. That's why the Yankees are great villains, right?
3: The Dodgers have none of that.
1: The Dodgers are now the villain nope. of sport. They I, are not. not. The fans, the fans haven't done anything yet. But the the franchise, if you as a baseball fan Like this, if you like, if you are not a Dodger fan and you are like, oh, cool for them, you are what's wrong with baseball. The fact they were gonna have this much talent, you have to be rooting against them now. If you are not a Dodger, fan. you are
3: such a hypocrite because if the Mets had spent all this money, you would have been all about it. But unfortunately, your guy Steve Cohen, I guess his checkbook isn't big enough. (laughs) I guess also, I guess he didn't serve the right food when he had Yamamoto over for dinner last week. No, the who does not like Mookie Betts and Shohei Otani, and honestly, Freddie Freeman too. This is some people find him annoying, but these are, this is one of the most likable teams. I don't think anyone is turned off by the salary okay, the
1: individual guys might be likable, but then again, like there were individual guys on those Yankee teams that were likable, but as a whole, they were the enemy and this uh, congratulations Dodgers. And if the Mets had wow. done it, the Mets would be this, dete- uh, this insufferable. Mm. This is what happens when you go out and look like you are just trying to buy your way into as many championships as possible. And if it doesn't happen, this is a massive failure. This is no longer congratulations you won the NL West 100 years in a row. No. Congratulations you, you know, get to the NLDS you have to win. Like, nope. there's no... You they, got been, to the playoffs and it's a crapshoot. No way with the they've Dodgers. They've been
3: outspending everybody by 200% for a decade and nobody cares if they win well, or lose.
1: Now they <laughs> might have the picture they, that they've really needed. This is
3: nothing new for the Dodgers. And the, the hatred that the Yanks always got, they've never gotten that. Nobody so, even really cares if they win or lose. <laughs> the for Yankees some reason.
1: People hate the Yankees. No, the
3: Dodgers. Oh. I'm saying, like, the Dodgers have been doing this for a long time and there is not that kind of pressure.
1: There is another part of this that I think makes the Dodgers look like villains and according to the Dodgers, it actually wasn't them who had the idea. It was Otani. These all-time deferments.
3: Oh, who cares? It
1: feels like cheating. You don't have to pay the bill while you're eating the meal. You don't have to pay the bill for another 10 years. I feel like, mmm, what restaurant was okay. I eating that, that doesn't seem right.
3: If the Mets had done that, would you have had a problem with it?
1: I, I think that, I no, as a fan, I uh, would have it. It's loved a simple it.
3: question, Maggie. If the Mets had done it, would you have had a problem? I would have
1: understood why everyone else in baseball would have hated me. I would have one hundred percent understood nobody why ha- everyone else would have hated me. And the Dodger fans, you guys don't have to feel bad about it. Congratulations, you won. But understand, everyone hates you.
3: But by the way, and you said the Yankees had likable guys. Yes, they did. They had their core four were likable, but they signed a Rod. I mean, listen, nobody likes a Rod.
1: Yeah, but people like Giambi and stuff like that. They, they nah, Kevin Brown, guys. like people they, they were not. C. They
3: were not. They did not sign likable guys like this. This is a great team of popular guys. C. Sabathia is
1: one of the most likable people in sports.
3: They had a Rod. That's well, all. That's the end of the argument here. The, the Dodgers have Mookie Betts. Who, if you like sports, you like Mookie Betts. I do not see them as the evil empire, or anything like it at all. And besides, how can you? Who has who hates Shohei Otani and Yamamoto? I, who how is the energy to hate Yamamoto? Nobody knows anything about the dude. Listen, He's never even been here.
1: I, I don't hate these guys, but I hate what they've done here. I hate what Otani has done because it's like you gave a pass to a team that didn't need it. It's not like he was like, "You know what? I'm going to sign with the Kansas City Royals because I just want to be part of that and I'm going to defer all these payments to make it easier on a small market team. The Dodgers can afford it. Just get paid, man. Like oh, to get do out of all here. these deferments and to give them this kind of a this this kind of an advantage when they already have almost every advantage in the world." So you is- don't
3: like you don't like team first superstars? You'd rather have somebody who's like, "Give me all the money right now and it's all about me."
1: Listen, I'm just saying, This does this not feel like skirting the rules when you defer $680 million? I,
3: it doesn't even matter because they could afford the whatever the tax is to sign both of them anyway. It's not like the Dodgers no. have more money than anyone. If, no, it, it does not. Yes, technically, I guess there is skirting the spirit of it, but I kind of like it. I like that, that Shohei said, I want to win a World Series. That's all I care about.
1: Good for him. Good for the Dodgers. But I feel like it's fine for everyone else in baseball to be like, this is crap. Whatever I'm you,
3: wearing, I have a Dodgers jersey at home. I'm wearing it for open you season. You can be root B for team. two
1: NL teams. That's against the there rules. Was, You're a Phillies fan. I have that's an East it. Coast
3: team and a West Coast team. I love the Dodgers.
1: You know they can play each other, right? <laughs> in The playoffs. It doesn't matter well, what colors they are. Well, then I'll
3: root for the Phillies. But I am I'm pro Dodgers, and I don't understand why you would not like this team. Who cares if they outspend everybody? Listen, the Mets got this billionaire owner, and everyone in New York was thrilled. I heard the radio. Oh my God, we're finally going to be able to outspend everybody. And it hasn't happened, and nobody had a problem with that money. I think you're being two-faced, because I think if the Mets signed these guys, you'd be thrilled about I it. I
1: admit that I'm being two-faced. Of course I am, if this was the Mets. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah. I, honestly, I'd like to think that I have enough integrity, and I do believe this deep down, that even if the Mets had signed Shohei with the $680 million of deferments, like it just doesn't feel right, guys. Yeah. And then now they got Yamamoto because of this. It's like. This is crazy.
2: And honestly, Proloff, you got to get this Mets stuff out of here. It's just weak sauce. Oh, come on. No, no, because Mets fans wanted to be the evil empire. Like, yeah, I know. You're missing. You no, know, so exactly. So you're saying like, oh, you will be happy and therefore this Dodger thing is okay. No. Mets fans wanted to not play by the rules. We right. wanted to have an owner who had way more money than everybody else right. so we can get every other star and win a World Series every year. Right. That's what we wanted. That's why you can't rip the Dodgers for doing that. No, what we're saying is that we wanted to be the villains of sports. We wanted to be the evil empire.
3: And i say the Yankees. Dodgers
1: are that you're, and you're, yeah, telling you're telling us, telling us they're, they're, not. they're not. If you pull this move, be, you because, become the yeah. evil empire. Right, exactly. I just showed
3: you guys reality. There is not the hatred towards the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's just not going to happen. Like the, the Mets are as unlikable a franchise over the last 30 years
2: as no, your no as Who
1: cares about the Mets outside oh, of
2: Oh, the Mets. Oh. Hey, this is a Philly this is some Philly yes. fan crap. No, this,
1: no, I mean this, this is, is, come
2: I, on, uh, who I is I don't, don't know. The Mets? No. But I mean the Yankees certainly
3: have their enemies because they were so good for a long time. The the Yankees are like the Dallas Cowboys, but I think the Mets have a negative implication. Like all the Bobby Bonilla stuff and the move on stuff. Like they're famous no. for trying to buy why, why would you hate us for that? I, yeah. Because it's lame.
1: No, no, no. This is the thing. Well, well, Ohtani's doing it times a gajillion. If you don't like Bobby Bonilla because he's deferring a million dollars a year. Yeah, but
3: he's Shohei Otani. He's not Bobby Bonilla. He's the <laughs> best player on the planet. Wait, here's
1: the thing. The, the, move the Mets out of this. Nobody gives a crap about the Mets today. Exactly. Dead, and you're talking to Mets fans. This is not about the Mets.
3: You just said the Mets are not disliked. You guys have no idea.
1: No, I, t- I they're LOL. That's yeah, people exactly. people like to clown them, just like the Jets. That that's what this is. Nobody outside of New York cares about the Mets in a real way, except to laugh at them and point and laugh. And believe me, the Mets have given you plenty of ammo to do that. But here's the thing about today. Today is about the Dodgers becoming the super team and Dodger fans
3: becoming the super team? Or, what are you talking about? They've been a super team for a long, long time.
1: This is on I would say on steroids, but that's probably not right to say about a baseball signing. This is this is super team. And just this is everything that comes with it. So congratulations to you. I wish I was you. It will be great. But here's what comes with it: you look like you skirted the rules. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you're nobody's gonna be rooting for you if you're a fan of another team. Good for you. Maybe you get some casuals. Congrats. But you're now the hunted, and that's what I'm saying. And, and get nope. comfortable with it. I,
3: I don't. I don't agree because they have been the Kings of free agency. And nobody has been saying this about them at all. I I don't, nobody has any animosity towards the Dodgers. And they've been doing this for a long time now. They've been outspending everyone like crazy. You're acting like the
1: Shohei contract is just any other contract.
3: it really is. It's value, according to the baseball, whatever office, is $460 million. So it's just basically $40 million more than Trout. It is not out of line with all the other contracts because of the deferrals.
1: The deferments are what make it different.
3: I think it's brilliant. I give them credit for it.
1: Well, that's fine. You can give Otani credit for it. I'm just saying it feels like you gave this, the team that doesn't need it, you gave them the ultimate cheat code. And they didn't need the cheat code anyway. That being said, Andrew by the way, said,
3: the Dodgers have done this before. It doesn't guarantee they're going to win anything. That's that's the other thing. You don't feel like it's all done.
1: Oh, you better if now, you're the Dodgers. What are you
3: talking about? They got they they basically MVPs and Cy Youngs all up and down their lineup forever. They did they have they win 107 games every year and nobody nobody's killing them.
1: Okay, but Proloff, you have to be the only person on Earth who's like, congratulations, you've got a t- over a billion dollars, you know, uh, earmarked. For these two players, well, you know, just go out there and play the game. No expectations on you guys at all. They had cl- no no, they had no Clayton expectations. And Mookie just go and have a good time.
3: Was yeah. anyone killing them? They had they had basically like they Walker got, Bueller, Clayton Gershaw, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. Like They've had these guys. They get crushed every year they
2: fall short in the playoffs.
3: They
4: get crushed. Every? But it's yes. not. It's not yeah, The animosity is not there like New right. York. This team. is where, and I don't like to do it, but I'm going to join Perloff in this theoretical drive to San Antonio. He's not wrong here. The hate that you guys remember from the Yankees was from them winning after spending all of those things. The Dodgers are like a pity case now because they never win, Mm. and we get to make fun of them. If they start winning three of the four next World Series, then we're going to hate them. But unless you're a Giant fan or a Padre fan, you don't hate them like evil Empire Yankee hate yet. That that doesn't exist But
1: this, maybe you are, well, I mean... I think this Otani deferrals combined with the Yamamoto signing to me has made them now unlikable in a way that I never thought so. Because here's the thing about Mookie Betts. That's the Red Sox fault with Mookie Betts. There was no reason on God's green earth that Mookie Betts should not be in Boston. That was cheap and the Red Sox should have to be shamed for that forever because they can afford it, and they chose not to. And then the Dodgers re-signed him. Of course you're going to. You know, Freddie Freeman's at the end here. Atlanta got their World Series. Okay, you can understand if a guy wants to move on. This is like, again, that never felt like cheating. This feels like cheating. I don't know, I cheating the system. I don't know.
3: It does feel like a little extra energy because you guys thought the Mets were going to sign Yamamoto. I feel like there's a little more, the juices turned up a little bit. Well,
1: I think the Mets and the Yankees both thought they had a good shot, but here's what happened. Yeah. You let the guy out of the building, proverbially, you know, the proverbial building. If, you, if the richest owner in baseball has a guy over to his house yeah. and you wine him and dine him, you got to leave with a – you You can't let him leave without some kind of an agreement. There's they they must have known they were out the moment he walked out.
3: The one other thing, the, the, as evil empires they are, the Braves lineup is still better, which is amazing, too. It's not like the Dodgers have bought anything. Like, Listen, there's, there's a couple teams that are just as good as the Dodgers, ironically. Look at the Braves. It's like MVP, 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 MVP. Nice. Don't remind me. Yeah, so I you know. To the Dodgers. Now, that's, <laughs> <to> me, I, <laughs> I hate the Braves. I'm on the side for now. Don't Like, the this. Braves,
2: I find much less likable than the Dodgers. I can't explain. Because it must be
4: the NL but East. I think, I think yes. both of
2: you guys are living in the NL East bubble. Probably. And and I think if you, if you walk outside the NL East, I don't know. You're, you're not going to find one person who sits there and says, oh, the Dodgers... Love those guys.
3: Yeah, but nobody's killing Dodgers fans because they're not there to kill. I mean, what are you going to get them between the fourth and the seventh inning? I mean, it's just a it's <laughs> right. a much more casual thing out there. And we and
4: except that's for, I mean,
1: crazy that they're not even going to appreciate it is what you're saying. No, yes. I mean
3: they will for four innings. You in guys are the talking game. about this newfangled Dodgers. This has been going first on first of all, for Dodgers. First of all, well, have you, have you been to Dodgers? Do- have you
2: been to Dodger Stadium? Yes, yeah, awesome. Have you seen? Oh, you probably sitting in the. Cushy seats. Have you seen those <laughs> fights that happen every every night in the I in don't the go to Giants game? Every I'm not Dodgers insane. Giants series. Well, saying, yeah, yeah, this idea that, that you go to Dodger Stadium, Dodger fans. I mean, are like nice and cuddly. I mean, give me a break. <laughs>
1: Who said that? Yeah, I don't. I
2: don't think they. Did. They're saying that Dodger fans are great. And They don't care. I was talking
1: about Jason Bateman. Right, and exactly. like the late Larry King. Right. <laughs>
2: and Jimmy Kimmel.
3: And, and like
1: Pat Sajak. Will, and like the, Will Ferrell. the, 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 yeah. people who, the celebrities that go to the Those games. guys are probably cool.
3: But, <laughs> but listen, Dodgers fans, you have to admit, it, there's a little less intensity to the LA sports fan. And we're going to talk about the Rams too. It's not quite New York.
1: Well, then it's, it almost feels like it should, it's a waste then, isn't it? that By your standards. I'm not saying that about Dodger fans. I think they're going to be happy today, and they're going to be, like, rubbing it at everyone's face. Uh, we have to get to headlines now. We see you guys on the phones as well. You want to weigh in. Are the Dodgers the new evil empire now? Perloff says, yes, I say no. Andrew Bogus is here.
4: Yep, so the Dodgers got,
1: got no time. <laughs> the
4: Dodgers got Yamamoto. The Rams got a win on Thursday Night Football. Stafford has a snap. Sets the laces progresses back of the end zone, leaping catch,
0: caught, touchdown, Demarcus Robinson for the fourth game in a row, a career best streak for D-Rob, and with 21 seconds left in the half, Stafford hits Robinson for
4: six. JB Long on Rams Radio. L.A. sneaking in that touchdown just before halftime after stopping the Saints on fourth down just across midfield. They would eventually lead 37 early fourth quarter. They won 30-22, extending their hot streak to five wins in six games. They own the sixth seed in the NFC pending this weekend's action. Of course, Sean McVay. A proud head coach this morning.
0: I just have loved the way that this team has responded, and it's been consistent, but players are making plays. Um, guys are comfortable with what we're doing, and, and I think the coaches are doing a great job of putting them in the right spots.
4: The Saints dropped to seven and eight. They're ninth in the NFC right now. There was some bad news for LA last night. The Clippers' nine-game win streak ended in Oklahoma City, 134-115, and the Lakers lost in Minnesota 18-11. Darvin Ham's team. Has dropped four in a row.
2: Always disappointing to lose. Never want to get into the routine of being comfortable or getting accustomed to losing. But uh, good things that happen. We came up a little short, but you know some of the things I saw out there tonight really, really good.
4: Except for the scoring less points than them thing.
1: Championship hangover season.
4: One in five to since be LeBron did not play because of quote-unquote ankle tendinitis. It was also the <laughs> second night of a back-to-back. Wow, he's got ankle tendinitis and a calf contusion this wow. year. Should we be worried about his lower body? <laughs> you got to keep
1: an eye on that tendinitis.
4: Spin the wheel of lower body injuries, <laughs> and that's why LeBron's not playing. Uh, back to you guys.
1: Andrew Bogus, thank you. Okay, well, this has become a hot-button topic here about the Dodgers because they're cheating. No. I mean, this is unprecedented. Shohei Otani first. Now, Yamamoto, this all happened yesterday. It's still maybe not 100% confirmed. Is it still sources? Bogus. Pending physical. There we go. Yeah. Still a chance. I'm just kidding. There's not. (laughs) There's not.
3: Hopefully, (laughs) he won't see LeBron's doctor because LeBron's doctor is uh, (laughs) saying everything is an injury.
1: You don't want to get
3: that tendonitis. (laughs) The deal's off ankle tendonitis. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you got to give back that $325 million now. Yeah. So there you go. Do the Dodgers, are they the new evil empire? 855-212-4CBS. So much to get to. Maggie and off CBS Sports.
4: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: I like this. This is a combination great moment from Maggie and Perloff of 2023, which is us destroying the Carson Wentz poster for charity. Should always add that in. Yeah. <laughs> really. Don't have beef with By Carson way, Wentz. Carson too.
3: Wentz might be, go deep into the playoffs this year. Back up to Matthew Stafford in L.A.
1: What if he won a ring with the Rams? Uh, <laughs>
3: was His second, his second, second, ring, second
1: yeah. ring. Oh, yeah. I forgot the first one. Two is a backup. Um, and this is from Vacation Vacation. That's not a Christmas movie.
3: But, did, did, but I do don't like they like play it. that song in every of the nope, vacations? They do no. all of them except the
1: Christmas except one. Except for Christmas Vacation. Such a good song, though.
3: It's such a good song. By the way, Maggie just got three points. What's that? I you knew you got three points I, for getting a song right. Okay, I, I knew, forgot we're being judged. <laughs> I knew that it was vacation, too.
2: Ever, what, you, want, you want one for trying?
1: <laughs> uh, I was just, just us, the like, song. He didn't try. No, for us, like the it. Dodgers in the playoffs. It's only, it just, it, congratulations, you made the postseason. That's not going to fly anymore now that the big news happened Maggie, overnight. You're Yamamoto, a Mets fan. Yeah. Yoshinobu, Yamamoto is now a L.A. Dodger. Perloff and I don't agree on this. I think that the Dodgers now have to be the evil empire. They are the and should be the most hated team outside of L.A., which is because the Shohei Otani contract feels like cheating because of $680 million of deferments, and that paved the way for Yamamoto. It's like, guys, this is so stacked. It's ridiculous
3: you're a Mets fan I would worry about two things the Phillies and the Braves you got you have no time to worry about the Dodgers
1: the Mets are on Mars right now compared to the Dodgers they are stratospheres and universes and galaxies away from where the Dodgers are this isn't about well listen the Mets lost out and the Yankees lost out and that's got to burn today but everyone else in baseball has to be looking at this and throwing their hands up like if, if if Shohei hadn't deferred all that money could they really have afforded also 325 of million for yamamoto a
2: thousand percent yes
1: i don't know i don't think they would have
2: there's no way shohei would have did it like why would he have done it then he did it so they can get other guys
1: exactly let's hit the phones 855-212-4cbs thomas is in san diego good morning thomas how are you
0: Hey, uh, good morning how are you guys doing
1: fantastic what's on your mind
0: uh, I would just like to say, how can Perloff not see that this is criminal?
1: Thank this you. Is criminal,
3: what the Dodgers are doing? Yeah, you're in San I Diego, mean, Thomas. Of course, you think that.
0: Yeah, that that that's fine and dandy. But let's break it down like this. I mean, we all know Shea Otani is one of the nicest guys around, and they convince this guy to stay home, stay in LA, come to come to the Dodgers and not have to pay him damn near a dollar until he almost retired. They knew what was happening. He, you don't think he's talking to his buddy in Japan? yet? They already knew what was happening. It was this Shoei's is, like, idea.
3: That's what everyone's saying. Otani came to them with that idea, didn't he? He did. I believe that, and I, I believe that. That's fine, but that's, that's criminal. Like, if this was a
0: workplace, that should be a felony in the
3: workplace. Thomas, trade in your Padres hat for a Dodgers hat. Just never give it. I mean, give I mean, give look, in. Look,
0: look. You're talking to a guy who's been a Padre fan his whole life. And almost all my life, we had to watch the Dodgers with their $250 million payroll to our $75 million payroll. Finally, finally, we get top five payroll. I mean, it sucks. Our owner died. Rest in peace to Peter Siler. He was great. Yeah. But we finally get a leg, you know, beat the Dodgers last time we saw them in the playoffs. You know, even the Mets, you know, sorry, Maggie, We, you know, that whole embarrassing thing with... Um, oh, I remember. To, yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it's one of those where it's, We've been we looking up the Dodgers for payroll for so long, and then now we finally catch a break and we're that close, and they're going to go do some criminal stuff like this. My unborn grandchildren will hate the Dodgers for the rest of our <laughs> life because of this. This is absurd. <laughs> I, 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 I hope a thousand fleas of camels infest your armpits, buddy. You are, you are out of your mind, sir. You guys have a good night. Thank you. You know, Thomas,
1: wow. What a sick burn, too. That sounds awful. A thousand fleas infest your armpits.
3: I would have thought he'd be more mad about the Bryce Harper home run, you know, too, if Thomas still listened. You don't, got you remember that, Thomas? You remember the Phils?
1: Don't do it. Don't do it. Listen, here's the thing about the Padres, though. It's not like you have a bad team right now. Like, there's yeah. a lot of really nice things going on with the Padres. You still I, have a lot of talent.
3: I feel like the Padres had to step back on the spending, though, uh, and, net, and the Dodgers have stepped it up, so I can understand why that would be annoying.
1: I don't know. The Xander Bogarts contract was massive. I, they they still they're still out there spending. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to watch. I just I don't see how anyone looks at it and thinks this is this is cool. Uh, quickly, let's go to Jeremy's in Calgary. Jeremy, I've left you almost no time, but tell us what you're thinking.
0: I think if uh, if the new CBA, we know that MLB despises a salary cap, but if I was the other teams. Wouldn't you uh, try to go after that and make the Dodgers really pay for $65 million if they ever decide to go on a salary cap?
1: Oh, Jeremy, I mean, they will never, you're right, they'll never do the salary cap, and thank you for the call. But this is why everyone should be mad at this, because the Dodgers should have to pay an all-time tax right now, and they are skirting a lot of it because Otani deferred all that money.
3: I'm a Phillies fan. I have no problem. Bring it on. Ah. <sighs>